0: welcome back to the coffee hour i'm andy bates
1: i'm sarah Golseth.
0: today we're talking about the documentary against the tide and it is a privilege and an honor to have dr john lennox joining us today he's a professor emeritus of mathematics at the university of oxford and an internationally renowned speaker and author dr lennox thank you for joining us on the coffee hour today it's
2: my pleasure to be with you especially for coffee <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> well is it do you have a, a preferred coffee I I know you're in England or would or would tea be more appropriate?
2: Oh no, I'm drinking tea at the moment but a flat white is what I like. Aha <laughs> Yes. <laughs>
0: Well, tell us about the the project, most recent project you've been involved in. Uh, Against the Tide. You, you've you've been in a number of product, projects, but uh, tell us about Against the Tide. Why make this film, and and why now?
2: Well, the film was not my idea. It was the idea of Steve Huff of the Pensmore Foundation, who had this interesting suggestion that it might be good to try to bring some of the debate, uh, the God and science debate, to a wider public in the form of a dialogue, uh, a documentary dialogue. And uh, Kevin Sorbo agreed to be my dialogue partner, and it was marvelous working with him. So it was somebody else's idea.
1: So why do you think so many uh, Christians are afraid to dive into these conversations about faith and science and where and, and how they intersect?
2: Well, I, th- that's a general question, and it's difficult to answer. But some of the fear comes from a general anti-science notion that pervades in some parts of society. But I fear that a lot of the problem rests on the fact that if they are Christians and go to church, they haven't been taught to think and examine what they believe in light of the questions that are being asked. And so people are naturally nervous. If they feel they're going to be questioned and they don't know how to answer the questions, that's one of the things that tends to really worry many Christians. And that's why, incidentally, I've just written a little book on that topic called Have No Fear, to encourage them to break through that fear barrier.
1: What What would you say to those people uh, who are hesitant, who think that they may not know how to defend their, their faith when someone questions it uh, with with science things? Well, it depends whether the are scientists or not. If they
2: are interested in science, then What I say to people is don't get overwhelmed by the number of questions. Take them one at a time and take them from the people that you're friends with. In other words, find out what their questions are. And then if you don't know the answer, admit it honestly and say you don't know, but you're going to try and find out. And you'll never lose face by offering to try to find out answers to questions. And in fact... You can make friends easily that way. And as you gradually find answers by looking them up, talking to others, listening to tapes, watching videos, you will never forget those answers. Mm -hmm. And I would just say, start like I did. Start small. Start with your friends and try to get an answer to one question. You'll never get answers to hundreds of questions until you've been in this business many years.
1: (laughs) I appreciate that of uh, of of constantly questioning and, and asking questions and being being confident enough to to ask questions of people and then to go and find answers too that is uh, that, that is so good for so many different areas and aspects of life uh, to be to be curious about things. And um, how have you found curiosity in your own life to be a, a blessing for you?
2: Oh, hugely. But I was taught to be curious by Christian parents who loved me enough to encourage me to think. (laughs) And uh, that has stood with me all my life. God has created a fascinating world. And actually, uh, the very first commandment, I seem to recall, says, love the Lord your God with your mind. So I think some (laughs) of us need to uh, stop sinning and love the Lord with our mind.
0: This was not your first venture into a a project with the covering the topics of science and and religion or science and God. You had this, I think, rather famous debate with Richard Dawkins. Tell us about that. What was it like to to debate him?
2: Formidable.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was that was what nearly a dozen years ago in Birmingham, Alabama. And then a couple of years later, I debated him again. It's quite ferocious debating someone like that. But I felt deep down that if nobody stands up in public against this kind of militant atheism, then people get the impression that they have all the arguments and all the answers. So that gave me an international platform, and I was able later to debate Dawkins again and the late Christopher Hitchens and Peter Singer and many others of the leading atheists. And, of course, I learned a lot through that. No debate is perfect, but at least I can see, looking back, judging by the number of people that have come to faith in Christ through those debates. I've been amazingly encouraged.
0: You're a very humble man. Now, I mentioned in your introduction that you're a professor of mathematics, professor emeritus of mathematics at the University of Oxford, but also a a student of theology as well. What's the connection between mathematics and theology? Is there an overlap? Are there similarities?
2: Well, of course there are. God is the author of all creation, the life, uh, the nature, and the life of the mind. But if you ask, is there a connection? It has to do really with the fact that mathematics has turned out to be a very powerful tool for investigating the universe. And if you reject God, that becomes a mystery. Why is mathematics so effective? And It's one of the reasons I am a Christian believer, because the reason that mathematics works, I believe, is that the God who created the universe out there has created the human mind in here, so to speak. And therefore, when we do mathematics, we find that there's a a resonance with the universe out there. Uh, This universe, according to scripture, is made by the word of God. It's a word-based universe, and mathematics is a language. It's full of very special words, but words nonetheless, and therefore, it all fits together for me very successfully.
1: How do we use that? That then the all of these God-given uh, science and and technology and math, all of these things. How do we use these this knowledge and these skills then to defend our faith?
2: It depends entirely who we are and what we know (laughs) about those skills. You know, generic questions are very difficult to answer. It depends entirely who you are. Not everyone is a mathematician, and we've got to use the gifts that, that God has given us. And your question is important because many people have not thought so much about how they can use the actual skills that God has given them and the authority God has given them in the fields that they know about to build bridges uh, to enable people to think about the bigger and deeper questions of life. And that's just something you have to work at and learn from others. There's no simple prescription here. But, for example, uh, the... Modern science, the very first thing you learn about it historically is that it really is a gift of Christianity in the following sense. C.S. Lewis put it this way men became scientific because they expected law in nature, and they expected law in nature because they believed in a lawgiver. Now, that's a very powerful statement, and it's agreed on by the majority of <clears throat> Historians of science, and that encourages me because I often say I I have no difficulty being both a scientist and a Christian because arguably it was Christianity gave me my subject. So there are things like that that folk can easily learn, whether they're scientists or not, to show that there are pointers coming from science and pointing towards the truth of the biblical message.
0: Tell us more about making the film Against the Tide. Where did you get to visit? Uh, what are some of the sites you got to visit to, to tell the story?
2: Well, the main site for the first half of the film, that, that is done in Oxford, in and around Oxford, in my own college in various institutions. And as we go round, Kevin Sorbo puts to me the questions that skeptics ask. But the film's not only about God and science, it's about more specifically about Christianity. And so the second part of the film is was recorded in Israel, where we go round many of the sites mentioned in biblical times and discuss the big issues they raise like the miracles, like the question of the resurrection, like the authenticity of the New Testament documents. So it's a very fully orbed thing. The only other site we visited briefly was Cambridge, uh, to recall C.S. Lewis.
0: You also, in addition to this film, uh, also recently released a book on artificial intelligence. Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Oh, 2084, Artificial Intelligence and the Future of Humanity. The reason for writing that book is there's a lot of confusion about artificial intelligence and many Christians particularly are are worried about it. And I thought I'd like to write a book to tell them exactly what AI is and what it isn't and what we can great and welcome, and what we might be concerned about in the ethical dimension. It's a huge topic, but I've been enormously encouraged at the interest in this particular book, which is published by Zondervan in the USA and comes complete with, I think, 13 videos explaining each of the chapters.
0: Outstanding. Well, tell us how we can see against the tide here in the United States.
2: Well, Against the Tide is being released for two or three days only initially, starting, I think, the 19th, 20th and 23rd of this month. And it's in many cinemas around the U.S. So the idea is to go to the website for the film. Uh, <clears throat> so Against the Tide, I think it's dot .movie or something like that. But just Google Against the Tide and you can find out. Then later, uh, we look forward to it coming on DVD and possibly on television and so on.
0: Our guest today, Dr. John Lennox, Professor Emeritus of Mathematics at the University of Oxford. Thank you so much for being our guest on The Coffee Hour today and sharing about Against the Tide upcoming documentary.
2: It's my pleasure. Thank you, too.
0: You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates.
1: I'm Sarah Golseth.